It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, we're into it. No messing around. Usually Alex is like, hey, is everybody ready? We're good to go. Is everything? Just fucking let's go. You just open the chute and get it. Let's go. Let's let's roll. Welcome to the show, I guess. God. I guess. I mean, Here we are. Pinder, you're not even done. What do you think? No, th- just numbering stuff. We're good. Numbering uh, uh, how, much, tease how much for, tease for the Pinder report. you're going to smoke today. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, Rhett, how many people... You're at a rental in Buffalo. You still have your home in Calgary. How many people live in the house? Five. Got a picture from the shoveler yesterday. Might be an intruder. So I'll watch for that in the pinder. Oh, dear. Numbering things. Yeah. What is with the shoveler in these like loose lips sink ships? She's just firing out videos. And well, it's never right. anything that's too, uh, you know, you gotta have a sit dangerous. down. You're going to have to have a sit it's down. It's boredom. Is that what it is? She understands it's important to life. keep people in the loop. On I got you. You know, the shoveler family. So what is the shoveler day-to-day? Because, I mean, you do this and you, you know, you brag about going to the gym and stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, hang on. Yep. 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 What you doing? <laughs> and then I got this. Oh, getting your nails did. Oh, yeah, nails. Those nails look good. <laughs> Big day. Yeah, it's a big, big day. day. Did you go to Phoenix to get that done too Jeez. or closer to home? Nah. <laughs> I got to get my nails done. I'm going to Scottsdale. I'll be back Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going uh, to Fort Lauderdale to get a uh, pedicure. Here we are. Um, night number three coming up of the uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. That was last four. night. Yeah. Um, night one, rock. <laughs> Fucking boomer. Man. Night two, no good. I don't One, two, something, three. Um. <laughs> One, two, skip a few. <laughs> Last Three, night, uh, four, probably some more. The shits again. You know what? The I Islander wanted, Carolina game went to overtime, but it's like I wanted it to be good, and it was a controversial one. And, and that series could be so good if it's tied going back to Long Island. You know what I mean? Ah, they've been one. No, goal, I just don't care. Haven't they been one goal games? It's been tight. It's been yes. the whole way, but still, it's what more can they possibly do? They've given us an overtime game. There's been controversy and all of that. And I still feel like this is the, the least attractive series of the bunch. And I'm telling you that Dallas, Minnesota, it was a blowout last night, but it was fun. Two goals in 11 seconds from the wild. That's followed up by two goals in less than a minute and a half from Dallas and one, one. flurry getting aerated breakaways, physical play. 
Yeah, those are the series. It's kind of tough to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, the, the it was an offensive outburst last night in sure uh, in Dallas. Old uh, Mark Andre Fleury makes a save seven. We'll just on, get uh, Gustafson uh, in a night rest and throw in. Uh, oh, so why do they go away that. from Gustafson? Is he exhausted after the fifty save fifty one in game one? It's probably not as fresh as a daisy, but I think what they did is did what they've done all year to get here. They basically alternated for ages coming in to the playoffs, and so they thought, okay, well, it's got us here. It's worked. Dare we try this in the playoffs? They did. Flurry was bad. They're split coming home, and Gustafson, theoretically, should be feeling good for a game three. Didn't work. I don't mind the process. Yeah. Was, he, was he bad? Like They allowed three breakaways to one player on the other team, never mind all the other shit. They weren't good in front of him, but he wasn't great either. Yeah, Rupe... Didn't help us go. Hat trick. Power play, shorthanded, even strength. No, it says on this board he had four. Am I? This is the series. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Right, these so boards, he scored. I yeah, these, I don't like these boards. Alex, between you and me, throw these in the dumpster. Yeah, Alex, between us, just between us girls, <laughs> these stink. Because it looks like, oh, so are they still in overtime? Wow, Dadnov two? I can't believe it. That Jeez, game is tied at one. Goals? How'd they get to 10? Yeah. 7-3 right, was one, the final last Four goals. So. Yeah. The goals against of seven even would probably tell you that Mark Andre didn't have his best night. No, not ideal. Uh, there it is. And so that's fine. I think the real question will be if they win game three with Gustafson or lose, do they come back with Flurry again? Or is it like, we tried it, it didn't work, we're done alternating? That's interesting. Hayskin had four assists and didn't uh, get any love on the... Uh, Meanwhile, I'm Tyler's again anyway, Listen, it's not Who's, about whatever. Shut the, shut up, boom. Um, but yeah, it was stay in your lane, fat boy. You said before we got in, and this is not uh, breaking news, but that crowd in Dallas, they love that hockey team. They get into it. They get, the horn, the the goal song is Standing annoying as in shit. The third, but they're always on their feet and rip snorting and. Go back to your playing days. Have they always been like this? Because it sure seems like they are wound up all the time. Yeah. What was the finals like there in '99? Oh dear. It was wound up tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was in the other rink though. The oh, old, that's right. The old barn. Oh, see, called, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they also got yeah. Buying. Yeah. How could I forget? Rubbernecked, mulleted yeah. children getting punched by grown ass men. Yeah. But that looked like the Dallas Stars. That I think you fear if you're. The other teams in the West, your goaltender is solid, and they can explode on you. That Rupe hints. I remember when that deal got done, and I guess if you didn't pay a lot of attention to dollars, or it was, Jesus, a lot of money for Rupe hints. This guy's a star. Guy's a hell of a Dallas hockey star? player. Then Jason Robertson comes in, and Are again, it's again? A, a couple Start games. But your cheesy lines. The puns, you didn't like that. Dallas star. Yeah, yeah. Utter. Yeah, he's on today. I'll fucking leave. I will. Well, yeah, geez. I'll leave right now. You got one breaking news story on the world's fastest cow, and I can't make a pun or two. Nope. And no Joe Pavelski, but Ben has been, again, it's a couple games, but this is not like a year ago when coming into the Flames series, we were questioning, what, what, what is this team? Is it young? Is it old? Because Sagan hasn't been very good, and Jamie Ben hasn't been good. Ben's had a great year. Well, and the goalie and established himself as a legit one last year in the first round. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be his year. He was third on the depth chart. They had Hadobin and Holtby were going to be their guys. 
And then, you know, Hadobin <laughs> goes to the minors. Holtby gets hurt. So you, it's really the coming out party for this team. What changed everything is when Ottinger looked like a fucking one last year in, in round one, wasn't it? Why do you laugh, Fred? Why, why are you laughing? How funny is it to think that Holtby and, and Hadobin were going to be your guys? Yeah. Well, we're not going home. That's the thing. And it's a different conversation, but as we sit here and talk about long-term contracts and how long you lock in, that was last year. They didn't know Ottinger. Eh, I don't know. Remember St. Louis guy, prospect Been uh, good. Bennington Bennington's what is it? East coast league Stanley cup. It's just <laughs> things change. Things change so fast. Cause it does. It makes you laugh to think that they yeah, we're good. We're going to bring in Holtby. Yep. And how good was we're not going home for us in the playoff in the run. bubble? Yeah. We're set. Yeah, got maybe our the kid set. will outplay Hidobin, but it's clearly Holtby's crease. You brought him in as a free agent. Sagan had 21 goals this year. Jamie Ben 33 goals, 78 points. Jeez. And it looked, there again, Man. it looked like they were kind of off to pasture and you were going to start to bring in the younger guys. Well, it's, and, and both are there still. Decent. 46 goals <clears throat> for Robertson. And hence, and they, 37 goals, 75 points in 73 games. Gurianov, who only scored against the Flames, apparently, because he didn't score any goals you love every him. time he played the Flames, he scored the goals, so we thought he was amazing. He got swapped out for Dadinov, who's been a nice add to that mix. Had two last night. Daddy. Yeah. Don't. And in overtime, he hit the shaft of the goaltender's stick above the blocker that could have won it. So that's how close Dallas is to a 2 nothing series lead. That's right. Daddy. Game uh, three. You're going to go to Minnesota. You're going to go to St. Paul. Where, as uh, Buckle up, we right. have learned, St. Paul, crazy town. Crazy. Lucid dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you let all those, all those maniacs in St. Paul into the building. Look that out. part will be jumping too. Uh, this, that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah swear, swear. Uh, what happened to Boston last night? Bad period. That's it. Did you see the box score? I think the illness. I think the illness got them. The tummy, the stomach, the tummy bug. Yeah, tummy, tummy. sour, sour stomach. Yeah, bad bellies. They needed the sway <laughs> dog. Bad they didn't go to the sway dog. Bad bellies. Leanus. Come on, man. Yeah. On Leanus. It's so good for the series, good, though. That's a good board. We can keep these, Alex. Yeah, I like those. So he's actually tell us what the did fuck happened. Give, huh? Did they give up? That was the first time they gave up six all year. Is that true? I Sounds about right. I don't. To Those uh, the pundits that cover the Bruins say worst game of the year. Oh, you got to get those out of the way in the first round. Let's go. Uh, our boy, sign. Sam Bennett, gets back in. Hasn't played since March twentieth. A goal plus two, seven shots, Jeez. and yes, Playoff a text. Sam Bennett, a text from Greg Keller of Bonton Meats. Come on, that is so beautiful. It's I'm like the art. The least, least surprising. Oh, you, I'm wow. sitting at home. And it doesn't matter, but I'm watching the game, and for whatever reason, I have a very, I don't want to mention the company, but the company I'm using for my television um, is quite a bit, it feels like it's at least 30 seconds behind real time. Bunch of cork soakers. So I'm friggin' watching the game, and... <laughs> oh, Benny! In comes the Greg Keller text. I'm like, is he going to score? Bwang! Scores. So oh. the first thing... The first thing Greg did is grab his phone and text me. Before it even happened. Benny. Yeah. Just to let me know. So it's 2-2 through 40, Rhett. Florida scores 22 seconds into the third. Then at the seven-minute mark, 12-30 mark, 
17.35 into an empty net, and then one more uh, late from Boston when it was too little too late. Four in the third. I was third. watching. My kid's a, kid's a big Panthers fan. Heartbreak Hotel. I you had a rough. Bruins fan. You had a Bruins fan, didn't you? He's got three kids. There's a lot of fans there. It's the same kid. He, oh, he switched alliances. For He's like, while. where does he get that? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Can't imagine. Yeah, it's weird. He's a Red Sox and a Yankees fan, but also likes the Blue yeah. Jays. <laughs> Yesterday, I was really into the Yankees, but I'm feeling these Red Sox today. Uh, but it's, that's, that's it. Again, if you don't really care, and I don't, I just, let's go. Perfect for the series. Yep. Right? Because if the Panthers play well and still lose somehow, mm-hmm. it's in their friggin' heads. The Bruins are just that good. Best regular season ever. How are we ever going to beat these guys? They flexed last night on the Bruins. And now, not only do the Bruins look like mortals and not gods, there's some, I guess, questions about Patrice Bergeron, who didn't play a lot the last few weeks of the year, came back for a meaningless game 82 against Montreal, I believe, left that game with injury. And they're saying it's not illness with him anymore. So how hurt is Bergeron? What does he have to play through? And, you know, the Bruins are obviously very good without him. It's not like they lost all those games without him, but you certainly would want your Selkie, you know, future Hall of Famer centerman. Leader. All that. I saw a stat they were 8-0 without him in the playoffs or something ridiculous. Bergeron? Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. And just a just a swath of misconducts handed out at the end. It got good. I got some yeah. video for you later. Radko Gudis. And there's a bunch of former flames in there. I know. We got the Lamborghini. We got the Jackie Bear. There's sugar? some sugar. Yeah. <laughs> sugar too. There? That's right. <laughs> oh, Portra Living's watching. He's like, these are the bastards I thought I'd have in a playoff yeah, series. This what is, the hell happened? This is what I was trying to put Jesus. together. Uh and the Oilers uh, blow another two-goal lead, but hang on to win. Again, good uh, for the series. Although this, good for the series. I do think forcing the Oilers down two wouldn't have meant it was over, just with no. all that firepower and, you know, the whole greatest player that ever played thing. Well, and again, I, I figured he would explode last night. He didn't. Dreisaitl has been the best player again by a wide margin. And I suppose if you're the LA Kings, all of your attention is like you watch – McDavid driving the zone. There's three bodies around him. It's like guys around him might do stuff, but we are not letting this guy beat us. But you can't do that to two guys. He's one of those guys, Rhett. It looks like it should be easier to stop him, Dreisaitl. I get that he's big, but he doesn't look like it doesn't look like he's looks moving like overly fast. And that, you know what I mean. And it, he's a monster. You can't stop him. Obviously, right? I understand. I understand what you're saying, but I disagree. I, I'm uh, shit scared of him. I'm glad I don't have him. He's huge. <laughs> and even on the empty netter, he like zips a backhand pass through someone's legs to find Kane. And you're like, mother, this guy. Best passer in the league. It's insane. Yeah. Best passer in the league. I, I've said this story. I remember being at the draft and it was, it seemed, it felt like such a random kind of a weird, uh, this guy, his, his backhand pass. It's, he's one of the best backhand passers I've ever seen, seen at, in his age. Huh? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's and then it's like, oh yeah, he really can f- dish that thing. With that canoe paddle of a stick, yeah. which they talked about on the broadcast again. And you remember last year how gimped up he was? He had a bad leg. Regular season probably wouldn't have been playing. And now he feels good. Yeah, it was somewhere in round one against the Kings, against I believe. Against the Kings he got, got banged hurt. up. But against the Flames, there was a lot of talk about how healthy he's Leon. Yeah. So there you go. That's the uh, 
That's the scoop. Can these guys leave already? I'm sick and tired of Edmonton being competitive here. Wait, we got two years left on Leon after this? Let's go. Let's hurry up the clock. Here. I thought it was great when when they the Kings tied it. I thought, yes, here we go. Third two here goal lead go blown. Again. And then just a shit burger on Corpus Allo. Not good. God damn. Yes. What are you doing? Come on. Come on. God damn it. We're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler, of course, is a uh, Consumer Choice Award winner. Calgary, I'm going to say Southern Alberta. Yeah, I'm going to throw that say. in there. Unofficially. I'll put them up head-to-head with anyone. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Unofficially, Southern Alberta's favorite Chrysler Dodge Ram dealer. Any Dodge Chrysler Ram dealers want to step up? You want to step up? I got Towers back. Take Surge on. Did you get that vehicle back, Rhett? I, I was a little concerned that... Um, I don't know. It's like, oh, are we insured? What, no, uh, not, like, what's happening over there? <laughs> you have it's a returned. You have a history of accepting things and not necessarily always giving them back. I just wondered if there was a nice yeah. Dodge Ram just quietly hiding in your garage. <laughs> yeah, like that. We we did get that back to where to its rightful owner. It was delivered, washed, full of gas, looking wow. sharp few miles on it but that's okay where did you go you've brought this up numerous times about how many clicks, yeah. how many kilometers you put on the truck you were only in you're here for what 10 days yeah, Max well, Durr lives out near Pritis, so yeah. i go out there a couple times and <laughs> my nephew was playing in strathmore so i went out there a couple times my kid went to that edge yeah, skates yeah. one right. weekend so i had yeah. to go there a couple I was like holy felt a little sheepish sorry search sorry <laughs> It's fucking oil change, dude. The guy only boarded for ten days. <laughs> That's right. He's got more clicks on it yeah. than you than your Seriously, truck. You've had it since November. Blocks a day here. Um, speaking of delivered, I took uh, I got some photos of what got delivered to uh, Tower the other day. Oh, you were telling me about this. You like now, horsepower, Rhett? Now coming, there's the the Dodge Challenger, the Demon One Seventy. There are three thousand of them being made on Earth. That's it. Three hundred. Coming to Canada. That's it. Tower is getting one. <laughs> and that's coming up later this year. This is the Challenger. It's the like SRT. It's the jailbreak. This one is, it's got the uh, the big, the, the big Hemi in it, the Hellcat. 800 and some horse. Jeez. This thing will blow your hair back. And it's, and a, to me, it's me. one of the best. It's one of the best recreations. I like what they've done with the Ford Bronco, taking yep. the old style sure. and tried to recreate it. Some of them I don't don't look at. I think what they've done with the Challenger is awesome. I love the old Challengers back in the seventies and this one, and it's already been spoken for. Like it was ordered in. Yeah, and you leave. Yeah, he's gonna leave it in my garage. So it's yeah, that's really right. Fun yeah, when I get back there in a couple of weeks to. Jeez. Looking forward to it. Thanks, sir. And that's good. See, it's got the wide body thing. See the fender flares? Yeah, yeah, big yeah, yeah. fat tires. Big. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing's uh, awesome. You, you meant, there's two things you mentioned there. What was it? The Hellcat and then the jailbreak. This is the jailbreak. The jailbreak is is essentially kind of the badging. It's the model. Okay. It's the there's different tiers and entry points on the chip. Now you can get a challenger that doesn't have the Hellcat. It's just got the Hemi, which is okay. still I see what you're tremendous. So, so how many of these are there around it? This has to be ordered in and like, and I guess you were getting to it, but like if someone wanted to set their eyes on this thing, you can, you can special order, but I know that sadly, I think uh, Mopar and Dodge are doing away with all of it. The big okay. horsepower that is 
sought after is kind of going away again. All the more so reason you to go. get yourself one now before there's they're gone. jailbreak. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's just God. I just think it's, it's, there's a someday. It's gonna be. It's gonna be someday, right? That's this thing's gonna turn out, right? This podcast thing we're doing. Well, what? I have always wanted to order a new vehicle and mm. have you know be there for the delivery. You're romantic, okay? Love it. Yeah. They have a uh, the GM plant in the state somewhere. If you you can go down, if you order and you get a brand new Corvette, you can go down there, and they roll out your new car. The whole thing. It's a big kind of a ceremony and all that sort of thing. Sing the anthem. It's not the same as going to Tower and having Serge strut around and say, "Hey, here's your here's your Hellcat." But it's close. So that's what's going on at Tower. I can't wait for that 170 to get in. You're going to So this one is spoken for, and so too is that one. Yeah. Those are big-time popular. His and hers. Yeah, that's right. Get two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoveler. Redster and the Shoveler are looking forward to cruising. I remember Redster was looking at uh, classic cars at one time. Wasn't there a truck that you saw at an auction that you told Red to buy and he didn't? And it, like you, you saw it go at an auction a year later for like double the price or something? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was at Redster, uh, Redster owned a '69 Dodge Coronet. What are you talking about? I had a old beauty. Was that the one you could start with your with your finger? <laughs> no, that was my first car. That was a Honda Civic. <laughs> Or a cord. Was it a cord? A little hatchback. You thing? said a cord yeah. the other day. My buddies you, would steal yeah. it. I think it was. So you just literally did how do you you started it with a finger? Like the keyhole was Usually they'd use a pencil of some sort or something, but I'm pretty sure you could have started it with your finger. You just apply some pressure yeah. in the right spot and away she went. Mm-hmm. Wow. Off you go. Where'd you guys go? Ah, oh, we went to McDonald's to get some food. Oh. I've only been here an hour. Thanks, fellas. Bastards. The jailbreak oh takes the SRT super stock engine. It's the uh, the red eye, the 6.2 liter supercharged V8. And then they hey, give it a little bit more juice to 807 horse. Just aim. <laughs> My God. That's not a thing per. I think with the, I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that the Hellcat or that like this one, it comes with two keys. One's red, mm-hmm. and then there's the other key that if you really want to unlock all the horsepower, you need the special key. So oh, if you're really? letting your, somebody else, I got to go get some milk at the uh, the Super K. All right, here, take the black key. You don't yeah, get the red don't key. Get the red. Yeah. Dad, I got a date coming up. No red key. No. 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 I mean, you're not driving that anyway. Probably but not. Yeah, you get the idea. Uh, how was your day yesterday, Retro? Busy day. Yeah. Some so couple hockey sessions. Started some flag football. Oh yeah, oh. doing Where some wind he? sprints out Running there. Around. You're wearing the same shirt yeah. as yesterday, yeah. or am I having uh, like a, a seizure right now? It's two. Well, days, I don't know. But two days I in a row. Or to the gym two days in a row, so I might be wearing it's probably the got same a, shirt. Buys them in bulk. That's no, true. Sorry, I interrupted you. I was just blown away. It just yeah. hit me. Buys them in bulk. You guys got some nice jerseys on yourself. The tarps? Not well, the one you had on yesterday, is it, Dean? This is not the one I had on yesterday. This is what Ryan was wearing yesterday. Not modeling. this one. Yeah. I have my own as well. At a modeling gig yesterday. You've got the... Uh, guys sharing? The Flames Nation. Yes, no, we it's, we're the same size. <laughs> we, uh, these were on sale, the Barn Burner hoodies, at the inaugural draft, the playoff draft the other night. Limited edition. Very limited edition. And like hotcakes they were. 
like hotcakes. Mrs. Wolverine was handling the cash, getting yeah. things done, zipping people through the line. Funny she left town right after. Did you see that? Haven't seen her since. Mm. Hey, good to see you, Alex. How's it going? Yeah. She Why'd she screech out of here? Yeah. She had the red key. <laughs> She's right out of here. Um, but these... Uh, they're going to be on sale. They're on Let's sale. Yeah, nationgear.ca. Now, when you go to nationgear.ca, because all the nation network and all the, it's going to be a lot of Oilers there on that front page. So just kind of yeah. hide your eyes, go to the Flames Nation drop down, yep. and you're going to be able to find these there. Yeah, there's going to be like Clem Costin for mayor, all kinds of nonsense. Just skip past that, get right to the barn burner gear. Yeah. And some tees as well. Uh, t-shirts, the red uh, t-shirts, red hoodies. And some stuff may uh, may just go up there because we are slowly but surely. There's Ryan from yesterday. Modeling, yeah. yeah. Nice, very nice. Now, what and what the t-shirts though? Oh! And there's retro in the the barn burner t-shirt. He's about to spit. That's rude. <laughs> He's loading one up there. Now, see, I was looking because I knew all these photos. All these photos were in in the drive, and the first one said Pinder hoodie. And Jack labeled this one as fat fuck. Oh, jeez. Come on, he's leaning back. That's an arched back, Jack. We didn't have... I got a big sway. <laughs> he's flexing out a bit. That's all right. He had that uh, social anxiety. He had to have, he's a few drinks in there. It's a great shot. I love the tumbler, <laughs> which is... It looks, like it, it looks like you need a refill, yeah, which is ready. about right. You're ready. The other hand, I'd like to see. There might be one there, too. Yeah, but I like his kid. You kind of got your... Hey. You are sharing some knowledge right hey. there. Let me tell you something I about with something. I played junior. I tell you, I had a Honda Accord. You could start it with your toe. So that's the gear. That's, that's the gear. And a lot of people have been asking about hats. We're going to get more hats and stuff made. But right like now, um, look for it today. Nationgear.ca. Go to the Flames Nation drop down. You'll find some stuff there. There you have it. Uh, but I was asking, now what did you do with your day? I had a whopper of a headache. I just had to go home and shut the mill for a little bit. Yeah, I've not been able to shut the mill much this year. It's too bad. I pick up kids every day at 240, and then yeah. it's just we need an activity. we got to do something. I built a hockey net in the backyard. So we had a hockey net that's been sitting in the garage waiting for things to be ready. So now I just need to lay down some plywood behind oh. it and some plexiglass for the boys to shoot off of. Net's not in yet, the mesh. Crazy but hockey nets now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Year-round, eh? Got them yeah. shooting year-round. Yeah. Hundred shots a day. Baseball the, it starts next week. We're excited about that. Mm-hmm. So lots of th- oh, playing yeah. catch too. Baseball, right? Yeah. No, we're playing everything. Play it all. It's better than dealing with criminals. Get them in activities. For no. Um, yeah, it's good to. If you're listening, do get your kids involved in uh, activities outside the house. And I highly suggest team sports. Team sports the best because uh, people are having a hard time figuring out how to be around each other. I think it would be good for the kids if we could reestablish this yeah. society type of thing that we used to have. Is that what's happening? Like Rhett was saying, you don't need school anymore. The uh, chat GPT or whatever is going to do all your homework. Mm-hmm. So screw school, but you need team That's sports because we still need social skills and we need to understand how to, you know, do this. Yeah. Have you seen some of this stuff? Because it's, it's now it's coming out almost daily. And there's music now. Music, the Drake and there's the weekend images. one came out. Did you see the Joe Rogan one? Get uh, I'm t- be scared, folks. <laughs> be scared. I, for one, uh, am here to bow immediately to our robot overlords and can't wait 
Should we feast on the goo inside? Yes, I do, Kent. Uh, but yeah, the, the technology's bananas. This, this AI stuff, it is crazy. So I don't know if you heard the music one. You, you obviously caught wind of it. Yeah. So someone, no, I don't know what's real and what isn't. It's, this is the, the era we live in now. And with AI, it's like even harder to know what's real and what isn't, never mind what we could do with Photoshop. But allegedly, a, a streamer, which is someone that will like go find music and maybe grab a release before it happens, had AI create a Drake and Weekend remix, sort of like a, a collab. And the song sounds like a top 40 banger that should be netting those two millions and millions of dollars. The problem is, is that they aren't because it just sounds like them somehow through AI. It's been mm -hmm. created. And the music industry lawyers who have probably been in their hyperbaric chambers since Napster have come out a swinging. Take that down. This is fraud. It's like, what are you talking about? They're just, this is just, you know, if, I, if I'm a singer and Who I want to sound like Drake, that's yeah. not fraud. Yeah. Like, get ready. You're Wild. Wor you're worried, hey, Retro? Oh, yeah. I, I like, I'm, I'm, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and there's plenty of concern about out there from people that are extremely smart. Yeah, I don't trust the people that not my take. are in charge of how this, like, the people that are starting these AI companies, like these, these massive tech companies haven't really been the leaders in ethical behavior. I read you, a, and it's obviously, it's an old quote, a George Carlin quote that I saw online today, and I think it, it, I could throw it out right now. It's kind of applicable. Think of how dumb the average person is, and then think that half of everybody else is dumber than that. <laughs> It's very common. <laughs> it's like, because the average person, dumb. And then half of everyone else, dumber still. So you're telling me like half the planet's dumber than what, that idiot? What what hope do we have? And I put myself in probably that bottom half. You I, know. I put you in the top half, Dean. Thanks, Ryan. I mean, just barely, but yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just happy to be there. It's like the playoffs. Just got to get That's in. Right. Just need a dance. Chip in a chair. Just get me in there. Yeah. I'll take it. I put together a little something. It was a. It was an interesting day yesterday. It, it felt like the temperatures were high. Um, there were some people upset, flying off the handle. I feel like full we, moon. What was going on? I don't know, but it felt like it was one of those days where everyone was just kind of having a bad day. Lots of swearing. We've even we've seen there was a couple of. Uh, Instances on planes and airports where people are short-tempered and flipping out. It's not ideal. I'm checking in on the full moon. because you? you notice that sometimes? Like sometimes. you were talking about the day after daylight savings. Yeah. Accidents, like bad things happening. And there's other times where it's like, you know, it's just like, why is everything weird? Like I couldn't sleep. Like, oh, you can sleep. No, I can sleep. I know. Yeah. Something's out there. At the start of this video, if you watched and we didn't really get into it, but the Carolina-New York Islander game last night, Tuevo Teravinen takes a slash on the wrist. Brindamore tells everybody post-game, yeah, it's broken. He's going to have surgery. He's out. So he was sour. Lane Lambert, the head coach of the Islanders. Mayfield gets high stuck by uh, Jordan Martinuk. Right before the game. Right before the game-winning goal in overtime gets in. So the Islanders, they're sour. Carolina, you're sour. So the, you, both teams You know sour. what they say when... When both teams are pissed, you know that uh, the refs have done a bad, a bad job. So we can get into this now. This is uh, if you were having a bad day. This is kind of this might give you an idea. We're along, yeah. And remember, well, and Max is always well, Max Scherzer. Like this or talking, hitting around the cage or whatever. He's like, it's resin. 
It's resin. It's sweat and resin. He's just saying this over and over again to the umpire because you can't have the sticky shit in your hands anymore. He's yeah. like, no way, no oh, way. Oh, so Scherzer, are you kidding me? Scherzer's having a bad day. Here's Lane Lambert. Yeah. 425 marker. He broke his hand with the puck, takes a shot. The guy absolutely tomahawk chops him. Absolutely. And I know we had all the power play, so you're not going to make it a five on three. Go take a look at the video. And he's out for the series. So there you go. And they're going to complain about all the power plays, but the tomahawk chop, and we just watched it. He has to have surgery tomorrow. There you go. So I'm a little pissed, I'll be honest with you. The athletic therapist going back to the Florida bench. Oops. Oh boy. Yeah, well, they're not happy. No, they're, apparently they're not. Do you, why don't you moderate, Ray? Uh, you're kind of a diplomat. Maybe you can be uh, a statesman, step in there and you know, try to... Actually, when I was peace. playing, I was doing that. But I, from the safety of my bench. Oh, wow. Aledmi's Diaz has been called out. Oh boy, here we go. Why does he have to tell you he's fucking standing here with his thumb? He's fucking. So the pitch timer got Aledmi's Diaz. He's fucking hurt. Yes. Diaz, and he's not moving. Marcotte is really probably is. Animated well, as yeah. we've seen See it, and Adam Hammery throws him out, and now Marcotte is going to get his his piece here, which yep. would have been right into that pitch. Oh man! Open in there, Nine, ninety-seven. Seven. It's three and zero. Oh. And now, oh, we're going to get an ejection. Bell out there. I'm not happy with uh, what's gone on and what you have here is a pitcher who hasn't been out there for quite some time and a manager who's upset and uh, trying to put a little fire into this situation all over the place. So this is what's Madison Baumgartner. For whatever reason, he doesn't like it. He's like, shut the fuck up. A little back and forth right there. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> Doing some lip reading there again. Oh. It's not your words, Steve. The big yeah, swing talk like that. He is a, he's a red ass, that guy. Sorry. And then he walks him. Flip for a lead off big walk. bat flip. Huge bat flip for a walk. And long rope down toward <laughs> Contreras. And the 3-2. Check swing. Did he go? Yes, he did. Trout down on strikes. Chuck doesn't usually make a scene. Uh, nope. Doesn't need to. No hits, no errors, and two men left on base. Phil Nevin does not like the call, and he is making it known, and he's been throwing the game. <laughs> yes. All of this was yesterday. I love it. Yesterday. I, I like that one. He's already been thrown out by the first base. Then the home, home plate umpire, you're fucking out. 
yeah, you can't toss me because he already tossed me. You can't so toss me twice. Up. I'm coming to get some. <laughs> there you go. What a day. So huh? I don't know. It's, it's I just hope everybody's doing T's and P's to everybody. I hope everybody's all right. Is it the umps? Were the umps having a bad day? I don't know. there was a lot of umps involved. Yeah, maybe. This is the thing with robot umpires. I like AI. It. I'm I'm ready for our benevolent robot dictators. <laughs> That's right. You're but we're going to miss the tosses, so you got to keep an up to call safer out at home just so that there's someone to yell at and that we can still get manager ump interactions, which is the greatest thing. I mean, I've never seen a cycle. I've never seen a no-hitter. I do love me a good manager getting tossed. It's like one of those things you go to a game, you never know what you're going to see. You see some that. runs and hits, maybe yeah, a home run. Sure. But man, when you get... Oh, yeah. When you get... As soon as he comes out, oh, here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's the best. And it doesn't matter which manager. If it's the visitor, it's like, oh, oh, oh. And if it's the home guy, it's like, bleep you, oh, bleep you, blue. But it's so good because it's early season. And some of these ballparks have hardly any fans in it. So you hear all the audio. It is Clear as day. Like that Mark Kotze, he's fucking hurt. Doesn't have to fucking tell. <laughs> you know he's fucking hurt. Somewhere there's a producer in a truck just like, oh my, oh my god, oh god, oh take the audio down. Which audio? No, the, the other that. one. Oh my god. I like the I like the Bruins Panthers ones. It's like they went right in there to Ferraro. And it's like, what were you expecting to hear? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know they're screaming at each other. <laughs> It's Ice cream, cream. Yeah, vanilla. Sure. That's great. Yeah. You stinker. You stuck me right in the back of my knee. That stung. Golly gee. You son of a gun. <laughs> and Ferraro. Again, perfect. Yeah, I was doing that. Do you think? The re- total rat. Loved him. Yeah. Ferraro could uh, could lob him with the best of them. Hearing, and in case maybe maybe you, you did hear that, maybe you couldn't. We certainly could. Hearing Loss Clinic, hearingloss.ca Sound is up. the website. That's good. right. Sound up. Men and women of all ages, of course, children, everyone can suffer from hearing loss. It has been, uh, it's been proven now. Serious health risks can be linked to untreated hearing loss. It just makes sense to go in and get it checked out. See what the situation is. Four Calgary locations, obviously, to, uh, to make things convenient for you. If you feel you're having issues, come in for an evaluation. You can book it. You can find out more info on their website, hearingloss.ca. I was uh, in touch. I was in communication with uh, Travis, Travis Rhodes, who is... Uh, Rhodesy. He's very, he's very busy. I, I would, it feels like he's jet-setting. Really? Like it's probably it's probably some work involved. Oh, I've got some uh, yeah, I've got a conference. Uh, there's a could have a, a work thing with the. Mm, don't know about that. What are you in Swift Current? No, you're in some. You're in a yeah, it's nice a, spot. Uh, anyway, it's conference in Boca Raton. It's not about Rhodesy. It's about you and your hearing. Hearing loss clinic. Do go and uh, and get that set up. We're in the we're in the short. Uh, I'm getting it all figured out. Getting my. It's coming up here now that there's no. Uh, Flames playoffs or anything to uh, got some free time. It's a little quiet these days in Flamesland after a hectic uh, what Friday and Monday. Because yesterday yeah. was the alleged sit down between Don Maloney and uh, Daryl Sutter. I don't think it's quiet behind closed doors. I wouldn't suggest it is either. Yeah, I think there's a lot happening behind closed doors. They also had to unpack that press conference, which. Wasn't the smoothest I've ever watched. Rhett, did you watch the John Bean? No, I couldn't watch. No. You couldn't because of no, technical difficulties or just you You couldn't stand it? I, 
Wow. I wasn't going to waste the 30 minutes of my day, I guess, is what I was getting at. Yeah. Cole's notes probably got you what you needed there. It was uh, a little bit cringy. So the, and we've talked about it a little bit over the last few weeks, the voice for the franchise was Ken King for a long time. And then, you know, Brian Burke obviously was in that role. And since Berkey's left, there really hasn't been anyone. It's been really. Yeah. And so when he's a lame duck, it's like, well, so now who is the voice and face of the franchise on Hockey Matters? Like, right. if you want to talk business, like, sure, John Bean. But, like, he's never been front-facing the media talking about hockey. So is it Don Maloney now? Absolutely. He's Poho. He's got Brian's old job. Okay. What? Poho? President of Hockey Ops. So Okay. Okay. It's easier, right? Abbreviations. We're going to use all the saved time at the end of our life, and we'll we'll go uh, golfing together. All the time we save using abbreviations. I'm going to read you something. I'm going to have to get my goggles on, but I am going to read you something. Please full screen on this. No, don't. I'm not ready for it, so don't bother. Um, I said it after the show yesterday. I'm not looking to make anybody look bad, but the press conference to announce that Brad was not coming back. And Don, yeah, unveiled. It wasn't a good one. No. Not that you expect, hey, we're having, we missed the playoffs. Things look to be in somewhat of, of turmoil. Hey, let's throw some zingers out and, and have a ball. But it's been a couple of days now, and it's, it, you talk to more people. It's like, how about the, uh, how about the press conference? It, it wasn't really confidence building for anyone. There wasn't a lot of like, hey, we've done some soul searching and, here are some of the issues we have to own. It was a lot of, what are you guys talking about? A year ago, you loved us. And it's like, well, that might not be the best tact here when, you know, there's a long established track record of mediocrity. You've always like, trust kinda, us, guys. Trust back, us. Come on. How far back can you, and how far back can you go? Like, can you go back like really far? Like 89? Because yeah, we loved sure you could. then. 89 was a great year. A lot of fun. What a cup, I think. And then, or is that too far back? Well, so I don't know. If you're trying to tie things to the org and say these people have these results, I would love to know when Murray Edwards became the majority owner. And I don't know that that is something you could necessarily find out. Maybe it is. But, you know, the ownership's group has changed. Clearly, management's been a lot of change. They've had a million coaches. Like, there'll be 19 if you include Daryl twice. How many setters haven't coached this team? Like, it's... <laughs> It's been a lot of change everywhere, but if you wanted to say, okay, you own this thing, you own more than half, you're the leader, this is what you're tied to, I think that's a really large sample that says you could revisit your practices and maybe try to tighten them up. Does this feel like the first time that we're hearing more of a groundswell of that? Because in the past, I just think it's been, he's fired, okay, good, get the new guy in, whatever, the new coach is okay, well, let's see how this goes. I feel like, and Rhett, you would... You've been here. I feel like for the first time in a long time, fans, media, just people I'm talking to, there is that sense of it's time to change the way this team does business. The way things are has not worked. You mentioned it. One horseshoe up your Wahoo run in 04. And outside of that... You're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. You've never been considered a cup favorite. It's, it's a weird time. 
I and I, I'm, an, I'm an old fart and I've been here a while, but I just feel like this is the first time, which is not to say it's like sell the team. I don't think it's that. No. I just think the overriding philosophy of how ownership conducts business with the hockey team, I, I think people are starting to look at it and because the evidence is around the league. I think it's, it's, it's been it's, a conversation yep. in circles that were a lot tighter and closer to the team. But I've never felt like this conversation has been so mainstream and public yeah. and that every fan seems to be saying, here's my issue with this owner. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's that used to be sort of people that worked for the organization and you really got to see how people were treated. Um, you know, like, oh, I'm on another one-year deal and my family doesn't know if we have a job in a month again. Like, that, that's really, really close to it. But the common fan's not talking about this owner might be a – a part of the issue here that's a considerable part mm-hmm. well and part, it's like you said pinder when did he take over as majority owner i'm sure he had influence before mm-hmm. but now there's a track record along whenever way. that was it's yeah. been long enough whether it's shorter than we think or longer than we think it's been quite a while and now there's a pretty good track record to show that Maybe the approach doesn't work. And and the, the only, I mean, the only caveat to that is no one expected last summer. Yeah. No one, ex, no one expected last summer. We, we didn't expect to lose all those guys. Gut punch. Right? So that totally derails things. Whether that makes it more clear that how they were doing things was wrong or it puts them in a bad spot. You have to think about there was a bit of a rebuild, and they didn't use the word. And again, like I said, John, John Bean, don't use the effing word. You don't have to use rebuild, retool. Like there's lots of ways around doing this. Hey, we're going to get we're going to get some youth. Is that don't call it a rebuild, retool. Yeah, but we're going to tweak the core. They kind of had to do it because they weren't very good from what 2010 to. 16? Right, before that, it was 96 until you arrived in 04. They, they didn't make the playoffs right. so, for seven years. My, so. My, yeah. So I, I think maybe we're, we're, we're yeah, first of all, you're right. There hasn't been as much talk about this uh, in, in the general public as there is today. And that's because we do a podcast now and we say more than we used to. But it did get derailed, and I think they did have a bit of a plan. I think Treliving did put together a decent game plan with the Bennett, Monahan, Kachuk. That's uh, you know, you had Gaudreau come in. Those are pretty integral pieces for quite a few years. And if they were able to stay healthy or pan out or blah blah blah, you know, you might be in a different situation. But they haven't. And I think what people see this year is that you went out and, and got Huberto and you signed an old Kadri and you've signed an old Brower and you've signed an old, you traded for an old Lucic because you signed an old Neil and you, there's too many of those. Hey, let's get an old guy and pay him big bucks. And it might suck at the end, but instead got to get in this year. Yeah. Instead, instead of getting a Pelche and saying, Oh yeah, maybe, maybe Pelche. I'm just using Pelche cause he's fresh in my mind. Maybe Pelche or someone like him would have scored five less fucking goals than Neil, but he's 21 and cheap as chips. 
They've never had that approach, right? And it's, well, no, well, and and part of that goes back to the owner because the owner, again, I'm I'm trying to speak for him. I don't know his mind, but I, I'm trying to imagine what he's thinking. I know what Neil is. Let's just pay him. I'm not afraid of paying to the cap. Just pay to the cap. I know what Neil is. I don't know what that kid is. He might get seven goals, and we might be screwed and not make the playoffs because of it. Give me the guy I know. I'll overpay a little bit. That's okay. Just get us to the playoffs. It has to end at some point, and 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 this year is a good year to do it. It's all high on some guys. There's always going to be talented. Can I? There's always going to be talented teams out there, but having McDavid three hours north should make you hit pause. Not pause as in you're never going to time out that your franchise is in a good spot, but I'm probably not making any sense. But McDavid's there. How the fuck are you going to get from where you are to beating the Oilers team in a McDavid-Dreisaitl combination? Take the next couple of years. Maybe some of those things change. Maybe they get a little bit older, and you're coming through as the next wave of a high-end, talented team. And set it up. You know, we criticize the Oilers because they haven't won much, and the Leafs, but those teams are making the playoffs, and even though the Leafs haven't advanced through the first round, they're a team that if they did get through the first round, you would not be surprised to see go to the finals. Same with the Oilers. I mean, they lose to Colorado in the same. My point is make a team that you're going confidently for a five to seven year period where, yeah, there's no question they're making the playoffs. And not only are they making the playoffs, we will judge them on their playoff success. That's, you know, Toronto's been criticized because they haven't had playoff success, but that's what they're being judged on. Fuck, we don't. We can't even judge our team after Christmas because they're so out of it half the time. Give us a group of guys you believe in that can stay there together, grow, learn to win together, and give us a nice long window of success. You're talking about a long-term Instead plan. Of, uh, That's what you're saying. Instead of this yeah, very, very yes. short focus, long-term plan. And you've said it all year. And it happens around the league will where a team it? will... I doubt it. They'll put together, like you say, let's let's find that group of players, and they had it here. Bennett, Monaghan, Goudreau, Kachuk comes in. There's some guys in the back end, obviously. And then you can understand, you may not agree with it, but you can understand, oh, well, they're all young, so let's try and insulate them a little bit. Let's bring in some veteran presence with a Brower or... We, Again, it's it's hard to defend that one. Looking back, I like Troy, good guy, but it was that would good age James Neal. You know what we need? We've never had a, a right wing scoring right winger. Here's a guy. He's going to come to Calgary. We'll pay him. Okay, didn't work out. Where they're at right now, that whole nucleus of young guys, they're all gone. Yeah, they're not a young team. They right? got old real quick last summer. So, so yeah, it it, it feels like. And it's so easy for us, but it does feel like it's staring you right in the face. Let's try again. It happens to a lot of teams. You build a core of young guys, you ride them, try your best. If it doesn't, then you move on and you try it again. 
they have to be at a spot right now where the cupboard feels more or less empty. You, but you have Wolf, you have Pelche, That's you have Corn. You at least you can kind of squint and see. All right, all right. It, we're not talking about starting today mm-hmm. and bringing in new. Tra- we need some draft picks. We have no. We have nothing. A little thin on the back end. But okay, so that could be your but focus. You're not old on the back end. Yeah, I, I would. I guess yeah. Just in. in with I know with what you're saying, but yeah, I know what you're saying. As far as it may yeah. not be as bleak as you think, because you do have some years without knowing it. If you want to call it a rebuild or a retool, you're kind of a few years into it. If you want to look at it that way, if you wanted to sell high on someone like Chris Tanev and Tyler Toffoli, who are going to want one more deal in their careers, and because if you're signing those guys, you're getting older. Like Toffoli said uh, in his exit meetings, he likes Daryl. He'd love to be here. He wants to talk contract. That doesn't make you younger. And he's a really good player. And he's coming off a career high. This summer is maybe the best time ever to sell a Tyler Toffoli. He's way below market value. The cap's incredibly tight. No, how many guys around the, how many GMs around the league could say, I just, I can have a 30 goal guy for four and a quarter. That's how you get younger quick. You turn him into a first at the draft in June. And now it's like, you add that guy to this group. You already have your own first, which is going to be 16th overall. And it's like, this doesn't have to be like an eight-year walk through the desert, and you don't have to suck to retool a little. It's just no. about thinking about these assets more than just this year can we get in. I need this guy to get in. Think about in two and three and four years. Do you want to add an aging Tyler Toffoli and an aging, you know, in theory, Chris Tanev to a group that already has Caudry at 34 or 5, Huberto at 32, 33, Mackenzie Weger mid-30s. Like you're, you're married to a few guys that are going to be old. Don't collect so, more of these guys. That's a Foley deal, and I'm, I'm just kind of curious. You think you get a first. Is that now or in season before deadline? Well, I mean, you could do either, but you're selling high now because you're having a career year. Right? Yeah. It just it feels like if you can get a first, don't you have to? I don't think it'd be a challenge <laughs> at all to get a first. So you look at the, the rate yeah, the I don't guys know. went for, and he's a rental. And shit, if you wanted to get really savvy, yeah. so you go to a contender and say, we'll eat a million bucks on this thing. You can get it for three and a quarter. Yeah. But we need another pick. Now it's a first and a third and a prospect. Let me ask you, and we've I brought him up before because I agree with you, I, and I think if 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 that's the path, it becomes very clear how you can do it. We joked earlier about it was not long ago that Dallas looked at Holtby and Hudobin as their goaltenders, mm-hmm. and that changed in under a calendar year. It can happen so fast. What is your tact then if you're going to youth movement? Don't call whatever the hell you want but you're going to try and move out some guys and you have to be really kind of savvy in who you're bringing back of these expiring contracts next year. Where does Elias Lindholm fit? Because it will be a long-term high-dollar contract. It's the elephant in the room is is the coach back because his comments were incredibly non-committal. But again, it's it, it, you're, it's going to be an eight-year, you would think. it's He's going to want max. Oh, he's right? getting max term. He's getting eight to nine million. So is, we know the contract. The so is, is Elias, here. is he going to look at... An eight-year, I like the term, the dollar, everything's good, but this coach could be here for th- 14, 15 months. I'm out. I don't, I don't, really? Do you think yeah. you would? I just think players only get more leverage I the closer they get to UFA status, and I don't think Elias Lindholm's going to have a tough time finding suitors if he gets to July 1, 2024 and hasn't taken the money from the Flames. I think he'll get his. Uh, I'm going to defend Daryl again in this instance because I don't think it was all Daryl that upset Lindholm. That's fair. I think yeah. Lindholm losing his line mates 
played a huge role in his lack of production this year and probably lack of enjoyment during the season. You know, he lost his two line mates where he's a top line in the NHL, has a kid, the team's not doing well. It was a bad year. So I'm not – I don't think it was – I think there's probably less a focal point on Daryl than what we're imagining. Well, and to your point, I wouldn't be surprised if he had issue with the way that Huberto and Kadri handled themselves yeah. this year. And that, so what we're not asking is does Daryl like Elias and does Elias like Daryl? What we're saying is Elias Lindholm, a number one center, and the only guy you can squint and imagine is the number one center in this entire organization. Does he want to come back to this organization? With this owner, okay, I'm just going to stop this you. team, this ring. That's that's not, I'm not up for what he wants. I'm saying if you're the Flames, oh, you offer him everything this summer, yeah. So he's a part of your your you're okay keeping because we're we're going younger, right? We're retooling. You don't. Who are you bringing back? And who yeah. are you, you're okay. I mean, everyone has a number where it's like that's too much, or it's like yeah, we got to do that. So I mean, he kind of slots that eight to nine million range, but. I, Again, we're we're asking what would uh, what would a different organization what would this team do what would you want to see them do I'm asking what you would do well I think you have to have that conversation to see a what he's worth in trade because again this is a valuable piece at well below I, market rate and, I, and then weigh that against what that next contract looks like and we don't know either of those things we're just guessing but we know he's worth a lot and we know he's going to be expensive I know that the, my answer from my two buddies here is that I'll be an idiot but. I'm not doing with anything with Lindholm until I can figure out what the I can do with Huberto and Kadri. And so, if because you come I to the realization you can't everything. move those guys, then what? Because I think that's like then it working. changes my. Yeah, and you're right. I'm not saying, but uh, t- before I get to Lindholm, honest to God, this would be my approach. And and I actually so two things. I don't think they should have signed Kadri because he's old, getting older, and I don't think he was a the piece they needed. And I think he's to be quite honest, more worried about Kadri than he is about his team. So I would love to get rid of Kadri. I don't know if anyone's out there that it would take him. Is there? If you eat a million bucks on Kadri? Who wants a Two guy? Two million bucks on Kadri? 33 I think, to 37. Huh? Coming off a bad huh? year. I don't think anyone wants again, that Pinder, term at that age, right? But again, but again, Pinder, you told us last summer, it's only a year in, that this was a highly desirable and we were lucky to get him. And now you're saying at $5 million bucks, no one wants? No, I, I didn't say they're lucky to get him. What I said, you know, he, he was a top free agent out there. But you know that on July 1, how these things go, the back half's going to be ugly. And so if the front half isn't looking good, why does a team want to get married to the back half of this thing? If they're close, he listen. He is a center, and he, he. We forget how good he was at the start of the year. He was the leader of this team, and if you and we'll see what happens every year. There's going to be he some was, teams I'm where the pressure right now, was red. He was not the leader that we we think he was. No, I, I guess they've I just, swung he, and missed on. He who was they the guys were on for ages. He was the yeah. straw stirring the drain. All I'm saying is that player. It's a he's a centerman who has a lot of years under his belt. He's won a cup for whatever Family you put in. At $5 million? So it's not the money. It's the term. 
Always. I understand. So he turns 33 before the start of next season. Tampa and Bay gave up five picks for Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot is not 32. You do things when you're in your window to win. And like <laughs> Breezebois said, we'll recoup picks down the road. We'll worry about that. We have I, a we have a position to win now. If it's a similar situation where a team can, can add a centerman like Caudry. I don't think there's I don't, ever been a 32-year-old move with six years left on a contract. All I'm saying is I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's... Okay. I think Hubert, the Huberto one, man, I don't know... It's so much money, and the deal well, hasn't the kicked way the in. <laughs> and the way and, it's structured, and the way the money, yeah. yeah, structured, right? Yeah, like the Flames might have to pay all that upfront money and then just give them away for nothing. I don't think there's ever been a hockey Before trade with that much term on someone that old that's been made. Never mind the season okay, we just had. So here's here's the thing. Then it doesn't matter because who cares? But then we should have been throwing our hands up in the air and refusing to buy season tickets last year if this guy's that bad. Well, no one, no. I mean, it's easy after a guy has the worst year he's had in a decade to see it, but no one saw it in the summer. But then how? Because you paid him for a Stanley Cup winner. That's why. You don't get my take. (laughs) He's coming off maybe the worst year of his career compared to expectations. And you're wondering why teams wouldn't want him? You're going to have to show you can be that guy again before teams are going to want you. At age 33 next year, no one's going to buy 27-year-old Nazem Kadri. They want to see the 33-year-old Nazem Kadri that has been paid can look good in this league again. It's 33. Like, when did you start Boy, you realizing should, this league's too tough for you? you should be harder on Treliving for signing him. Well, if, if you knew at the time like that. that he was going to look like this, you'd hate it. But it's the worst we've seen him. Like, if you knew a 115-point guy was going to have 55, of course you'd hate the fucking trade or the, the signing. The contract structure was always, but at least you were going to have four or five years of a star player. We didn't know these things were happening. I don't know that yeah, you could have said, not, what's a worst but case? But he's not with a good player because of coach, I thought. No, but Didn't I think I, there's I a factor was, there. Was... Uh, no one here has said anything's 100% Daryl's fault. And you keep trying to paint me with that brush red. Like I've said... A billion times, there's blood on everyone's hands here, especially the players. And I haven't said it maybe loud enough, but I think there are guys that like Daryl a lot and that will play for Daryl. I also think Daryl is an issue with a few guys that are here and that happen to be the hardest contracts to move. This isn't me trying to scapegoat Daryl Sutter. You were the one that first jumped on it saying he's having a bad year. He's overcoaching. He won the Jack Adams. He's trying to prove to the world he's not this and he's not that. He's not going to rest on his laurels. But all of a sudden, now when people are critiquing Daryl, it's like, it's not his fault. He's not all his fault. No one's saying it's all his fault. But you can't change everyone. You can't trade Huberto, Caudry, get rid of the GM and the coach. It just doesn't happen. No one wants those deals. A 33-year-old coming off career worst, where do I sign? No. The Huberto it is, I, I don't, you, you're going to have to just find a way to make that one as palatable as possible. I don't think he's getting 115 again. That's all you can do. How about 80? Got 80 with can you get? Can you get close to 80, be a point of game guy? Why the fuck do we believe <laughs> Huberto can get to 80 and Kadri's going to be horse shit? What the fuck are you two saying? Well, see, so where do you think like a realistic you can't expectation speak is? Both sides of your fucking mouth. They're either fucking came in and they can't fucking play anymore, or they're still capable. So what, what happened saying? to Jeff Skinner Which? then, Brett? How did he find it again? I thought I would. He, he can't find it again. again. So are you saying that's the point? And I said, go get fucking Jeff Skinner. 
and you could have had him for four and a half. And you looked at me like I had seven heads. Well, so are you telling four me years left that Kadri's fucking done? Are you telling me Kadri and Huberto are done? Because if that's the case, we're in big trouble. They're not done. So are but they what done I'm saying not? is their best chance of them not being done is getting them a new coach because it looks like they quit on this guy. And that's not blaming Daryl. That's understanding you're stuck with these contracts if they don't start looking like they used to. Covered a lot of ground there. Lots. Covered a lot of ground. So then you have to trade Lindholm because you can't trade Kadri and Huberto. Then you have to trade Lindholm. I mean, it, and it, honestly, if this team looked what long term. Do? Go with the same fucking lineup for the next eight years and have Lindholm get old with fucking two other guys that can't perform? Like you were saying, and we've all agreed, if you have a long term plan, it's probably also the time you have to sell Elias Lindholm. But knowing how this owner operates, they are going to kind of run it back. Which, you know, depending on what week we talk to you, you're not interested in Jan until January. And, oh, they're, they're only a few saves away. Like, they're, prob- they're bringing them back. And if it really goes sideways, they'll sell them in season. And you're going to get a shitload. Well, that's the nice thing about Lindholm and Backlund. You can trade both of those guys and get it. And that's what we keep saying. It's actually not... And Hannafin. You know, yeah. John, oh, we, we don't rebuild. Well, don't. You've got fucking valuable assets that you can trade and retool quickly. Yeah, you, could, you don't have to take picks for these guys, or you can take a pick and then turn it into player. Vancouver trades Bo Horvat. They get a first-rounder from the Islanders. They take that first-rounder, they go get Philip Peronic. You don't have to. It's like, oh, geez, now we've got to wait four years for this pick. You can move a first the same day for a roster player. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to have to be patient, you can still – they're valuable assets is, is for sure. Hannafin in his prime. Lindholm in his prime, right? Defoley career year. Zadorov career year. And some veterans that can help you in Backland and Tanev. Those are all marketable assets. Those are seven, six free agents. So what, for you, what do you think is, and again, when I was talking about Kadri, I was just talking about could he be dealt? And we've seen deals where, you know, Phaneuf moves and one team keeps a chunk and then another. I, I just don't think it's, it's not as, a hockey deal. I right? don't think it's as crazy to think that, that he you could uh, just package him with assets and move them. But the notion of you're like, you're eating a part of the salary and you're not going to get anything helpful back. Like, do you want to move your first with them? You could, maybe you can move them that way. <laughs> do you, so what's, what's your well, guess? That, as go to what's, down that far. Go, sorry. Sorry, I'm interrupting, Boom. Nope. But go down that far. If we're doing a retool. If you're doing a retool. Is that an option? Don't give up a first. That because be- you could, if you, you, no, stop, stop. Yes, you can. Because okay. if you give away your first with Kadri, you're going to recoup that first when you get rid of Lindholm or Backlund. I mean, I like more firsts if, right? if you're like, trying to get younger, but sure. Yeah, okay. Like, well, you could sure go you down do, that not path. not if you're stuck with a guy for, like... You're getting, you're getting cap relief. want to be here and make it a bunch of... Right? Sorry, go ahead, Bill. No, I was going to say, if you're, you're getting cap relief. You're not getting nothing. It's, that's... Yeah. You're spending a first to get cap relief. Yeah, for sure. And... Not ideal. No, no. question. The, the best case scenario is he can reestablish himself as a number two center in the NHL. 
because he didn't look like that last year. And he still hit like what, 24, 25 all-star. goals? Yeah. He was I mean, in the all star game. That's what I was going to ask. By default. But so, yeah. what, but what, what do you think is, where's the, where's the over under for you if you were betting on points for Nazem Kadri next season? Well, what did he do this year? Because the points weren't bad. It was the work ethic and the give a fuck that I killed agree. you. I so, agree. it's not like he, what, what drove you nuts wasn't the points. lack of production. It was just like, how could you be that apathetic in a, Game on season on the line game against Chicago. That's what drives you nuts. Like if he's a twenty to twenty five, he scored twenty four this year. It wasn't a great year. Like he he scored 60 30 multiple times in his career. But I I just think if you're looking at goals, you've missed why he's disappointment. You say, oh, he must have been great this year. Everyone loved him, right? Twenty four goals. No, but but again, if this is the worst he's ever looked, I mean that's pretty bad. Twenty four goals. No, the goals were bad. The give a fuck was bad. The quit. That was what was bad. That's why, like, it's not crazy to think that if he really has that much of a hate on for the coach, that, like, why couldn't he get over 30? Well, and that's why I say a trade isn't crazy. But if you're the other team. Until he establishes that, then you can trade him. Yeah. If he can go back, score 30, and look like a great player, of course you can trade him. No, no. It was a shit year, and he still had 24 goals and whatever. And yes, the body language, but I'm saying... He's a centerman, and if you're a team that's close and you're getting a little bit of kickback on the on the cap hit, you'll worry about the remainder of the contract later. I mean, I see the point you're making. I just don't think I've ever seen a 33-year-old with six years left move. There have been a lot of bad deals that have moved. Yeah, teams but, have found but, but, a way. I mean, teams have found a way. I know what you're saying. If you want to package first and move them, of course you can. But, I don't think If you could sell them in a year as a back to a number two center, now you can actually make a hockey trade. Well, now let me ask you then. Because if, if he gets back to a number two center, you don't want to friggin' trade him. Well, I mean, again, it's, that's how that's going to go again. Plan, that's right? how it's going to go again. It's, well, now he's, guy's yeah, been like, awesome for like, us. Like, let's say, you know, hypothetical we had no, land. Man, it's, we had no problem with his work ethic. We had no problem with Nazem Kadri, the player, until the All Star break. Yeah, which was funny because he said, if we play like a after team, we'll get in. Break. And then after the All Star break, I mean, we, we talk about, we've talked about it for years. It's too obvious for something not to have taken place. Well, and it was around that time that we heard, oh, Nazem Kadri's actually a really vocal member of this room in interactions with the coach. And again, I'm not blaming yeah. the coach. I'm blaming both of them because it's clear that whatever happened between those two, it fucking sewered the season. Not the only thing. There's a shitload. The goalie could look like an NHL guy. That'd help for more than just a month and a half. But like that, he was said to be what about that group with Daryl? The guy that would confront him and talk to him. And we went from saying, like, this guy could be a captain to, like, I've never seen someone quit like this. Does that not reek of an incredibly horrid relationship between coach and player? Which is fine. I don't think we're debating that. And we debate things for fun. And we don't get paid to make any kind of moves. But my, my thought is that if you're the other 31 teams in the league and you're watching, and you are close, a top five or ten team, and you can have, like, I never thought he had these kind of numbers. He's 56 points in 82 games, which maybe isn't even up to his standard, but it's certainly not far off a five to seven million dollar player, right? And if you can look at it and go, this Kadri guy, if we could get him out, if we could steal him out of Calgary, 
Because we believe once he gets out from under Daryl, he's absolutely going to revert back to being a number two centerman, and they're going to eat two million bucks. Let's do this. It's, it's, I, I guess your point might be, well, it's not really a hockey trade. You're dumping, all yeah. you're doing is dumping salary. Correct. You're getting nothing in return. But it, let's say, you know, for whatever reason, let's say Mitch Love coaches this team and Nazem has the joie de vivre back and is like, wow, like great season, 25 goals, but was an emotional leader and did come up with some good play when you needed it. Um, at that point, it's like, yeah, a, a half price or three-quarter price Nazem you can take to market. It's just there's a lot of guys that GMs will look to buy low on. The last one they'll get to is the longest term, right? There's a lot of other sentiment like, oh, he's only got a couple of years left and I'll buy low on that. It's, Of course, it, he, teams will think he's better than this, but they're just going to – there's less risky deals to make out there. Like I'll go bet on a bounce back from Adam Henrique, who's only got a couple of years. Would left he be attractive on July first if there's a team in this mix and there's so much pressure in the NHL? Is there a team on July first if they could get Nazem Kadri at six years, five million per? If you go half price, I think there's a market. I just think the cap's so tight. In I'm a just saying, year, if, I'd agree if, with if, you. and again, who knows if they'd eat to whatever. But for the just to, to push this one step further, and then we will move on. If you're a team that's close and you're a GM that's like, I got to get, we need to win now. Just because it's not what it is, but look at it in those terms. There'd be, it'd be a six, six years remaining and the cap hit instead of seven is five. To add that centerman to your team that's close. I'm trying to think of a team because that's kind of the best way to measure how would it look. Um, yeah. You know what? I don't, you, you stopped and paused and that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. it gives you it gives you for sure. And I, I, and I think that's all the more reason to think if you could get this guy aligned and working again, it's not a problem. But as long as it looks like he doesn't want to work. Yeah. It's time for the Pinder report. Hasn't been enough of me. Have you got so enough? Go. Uh, you got energy left? <laughs> go do some. Can Rocky do the last two rounds? No, here? you're in. <laughs> Village Honda paying top dollar for your vehicle. They got a million dollars to do it. Sell them your used vehicle. Get a tropical cruise for two and cash. Find out more at villagehonda.com. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. Good news in the Flames organization. We'll start with it. So plentiful. It's like plucking apples and off the tree in September, Dean. Mm -hmm. Dustin Wolf, we knew it was going to happen, and it did. His second consecutive Netminder of the Year award in the American Hockey League. That uh, very good. Back to back for the Aldage Baz Bastion Memorial Award winner. And yeah, that's a pretty good run his last four years, Rhett. That's goalie of the year in the AHL, his first and second season. And his last two years in the WHL, goalie of the year, goalie of the year. And was also the CHL goaltender of the year and the USA Junior goaltender of the year prior to that. And uh, lowest full season save percentage, junior through pro, 928. <laughs> Bring him up. Go ahead. And if he's 6'3, he's been here I'll for bet two you years. Could trade. I love it. If, if what would you get for a wolf? And you could trade. You could don't trade, trade wolf. Don't Wait, what, trade what wolf. could you get for him? Hey, retro. Uh, wait till he wins a Vesna. Then so sell many high picks. On that cat. So don't sell picks. now. Yeah. Don't be selling AHL MVP. You're going to love this too, Rhett, because it's not just that he's good at net. Here's the quote courtesy Wes Gilbertson of Post Media. At the end of my career, you get to go home and see all the hardware in your shelves, but the hardware I want is right now a Calder Cup and a Stanley Cup eventually. 
They'll start next week. I believe Wednesday is uh, when they'll open. Or is it Tuesday? Next week, they start at home waiting the play-in round in the Pacific Division. Do you like that quote, Retro? Trophies are cool, but I want the team one. Absolutely. Love it. That's what you want guys to be about, for Christ's sakes. It's robust times in Flamesland. Just a bumper crop coming in, right, Dean? Yeah. I don't know how they're going to fit all these kids in. Wipe out the last 40 minutes of the show. (laughs) We'll move along to the NHL. We start in Carolina, where, I mean... We kind of gave some guys some heat at the draft. Now, do you remember when Stefan Nosen was selected at the at the draft? Oh, the, right. you mean the the Nason, our playoff Nosen, draft? Nosen, yeah, the 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 mm-hmm. barn burner inaugural playoff draft, right. and I believe it was the Gray Eagle team. Uh, of course, we were hosted there, and we had right. some of our guys helping out the Gray Eagle guys, and took a little bit of heat on the, from the the drunks on the mic. Well, Loudmouth and Fatboy didn't That's like right. the Stefan Nosen pick. Well, two goals in two games. And look at this beauty, Rhett. If you don't see natural goal score here on this tally, like how did we not have this guy penned in as a first rounder? I'm going to say you won't see another goal like this in the playoffs. Plummet shot like that. Oh. <laughs> That's incredible. So we take it back. Clearly an amazing pick, and we should have seen it coming. For those that aren't watching, that and you've oh. seen it. Nason's just dumping the puck into the corner. You plan that out. Defenseman Aho tips it, and it somehow beats his own goalie. No, we saw we saw Aho score on <laughs> Sorokin earlier in the series, but this is his teammate Sebastian Aho, yeah. not the Hurricane Sebastian yeah, Aho. He, he didn't just tip it; he tipped it up into the air, Flutterville. above, just inside the blue line. <laughs> it's still a bit it's goal scorer score, Rat. We take it back. Great pick. Yeah. Uh. Overtime we go. Islanders trailed 2-0, led 3-2. Back to even terms came Carolina at home, and we needed extra time. Third overtime game of the year. Pretty good. Three days in, right? We got the overtime winner for you. We'll watch that, and then we'll uh, show you why there's a bit of an issue. So Burns to Jesper Fast, the winner. Uh, I'll let you comment, and then we'll jump to what everyone's freaking out about on Long Island. Sorokin is a sieve. (laughs) One, first comment. Second comment. What the F is your captain doing on the back check? Let's revisit. So play that again, Alex, if we can. Just, okay, so we're watching for, was it Anders Lee? Who's the captain there? Yeah. There's Anders Lee. Where is he? Number 27, correct? Coming up the wall there? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Don't geez. move your feet. Okay. Don't move your feet. Don't oh, move your too feet. Too late. Oh, I really dug in. Like That's fuck, a very nice. Do, all you had to do is skate a couple strides, take away the pass, you dumbass. He was watching for a bit there, Dino. Yeah. Pedestrian. Yeah, he was kind of. Is he the one wearing the bubble right now? Is his or is that Brock? Is somebody's wearing that? I wonder if maybe his vision was Brock. You're looking for an excuse for him, Dean. That's very kind of you. Yeah, it's a shitty back check. And worse than the shitty back check, Rhett, might have been the worst. uh, The the missed call as Scott Mayfield had a very legit high stick into his face right as the puck was turned over in neutral ice. That's Mr. Svechnikov, Jordan Martinuk's stick, I believe, that gets right up in his grill. Play continues, winner goes. So instead of 
you know, an Islanders power play with a chance to soft the series coming home, it's you're down two nothing, missed call. The debate though is that Mayfield lifts. It's his not stick a debate. The rule book is clear, and uh, the stick goes into his face. It doesn't matter, right there. It's oh, well, that's he didn't lift his stick at all, and it's no debate. I mean, it, it, look, it's it's stick even. lift or not, you're in charge of your stick. That's the rules. It's written in black ink on white paper. There's no room for interpretation that if you lift a guy's stick, it's, it's very still controversial. No, it's still Sorokin being a sieve because they shouldn't have scored the time goal either. So. 2-0 going back to Long Island. Let's hope UBS Arena, that uh, billion-dollar palace on Long Island. Should I go to that game? Why Should not? I go? They'll be pumped up there, Rhett. I would like to there. get your uh, re- the new rink. Who's, right? uh, who's uh, what? Frank the Tank will be out there. Frank the Tank will be out there. Remember? Uh, new Jersey Transit System. That's right. Incompetent. Incompetent. He'll be there. So maybe. What is the percentage? Four. Okay. Four percent. I'll write that. Down. One in twenty. I can also go to the Rangers game. That's a better on move. Saturday at okay. MSG. Percentage? How far? Four. Yeah. Percentage? Six. Six percent. And what Six. about your odds of getting to Jersey tonight for the game two? Devils, Rangers. Well, I refuse to go to Hoboken. I hate Hoboken. Zero percent. Newark, zero percent. Got okay. it. Uh, Florida-Boston, that was the other early game last night. It was tied heading to the third, and the Bruins picked a bad time for maybe their worst period of hockey in the entire NHL season. Four from the Panthers, one into an empty net, and a late meaningless goal from the Bruins. 6-3, your final. We got a series going back to FLA. Got to be happy, Rhett. Your Panteros. Yeah. The... Uh... The big bad Bruins are wore out. They were too focused on that fancy best ever trophy, whatever, mm-hmm. winning the setting records. Yeah. They're tired. They're sick. They're done. Panthers are rolling. Look out. There Sam Bennett. Heard no, it here first. Sam Bennett. Eggs. Uh, Bergeron still mm-hmm. lots of uh, questions around uh, his availability, how hurt he is. It's not just illness anymore. That's a big part of this team that uh, got hurt in what was a feeling like a pretty meaningless game, 82. And uh, in case you think the Bruins are going to go meekly, Rhett, uh, here's a little rewind of the last few minutes of play here. Oh, look at that. 3.7 seconds left. Still time to send messages, right? Send a message. Here's Chuck Coyle. This yes. is going to be a long oh, yeah. series. Oh, here's Tyler Bertuzzi, the rat. Ooh, sugar. Lamborghini. Ooh. And just wait. We'll get a tilt here. Watch the, uh, the middle of the screen. There we go. I like how they keep the gloves on. Yeah, Trent's worried about a major on. with three seconds left. Dude, just shed the mitts. Because if you get a you get a suspended, Ryan, if you take if you fight, and can't do it. Is? Okay, so that's not a fight. That's just we're. Oh, it's just roughing. Yeah, coincidental miners. We got the flow on the line. More roughing right there. More roughing. They should have got. With one minute and 44 seconds, they took forever to call a bunch of calls. The guys are chirping at each other. The refs should have dropped the puck and got them out of there. Dummies. Oh, yeah. You, get out of here, you. This has been a trend. Refs, Everyone's refs blaming the ref in every series, yeah. no matter where we're at. And I kind of think half of that's actually well-deserved. So we're tied heading back to Sunrise, Florida. Rhett, uh, probability, percent chance you fly down to Florida Going and to catch Florida? a game in the series. Well, I've been asked to... Uh, Aren't the Heat playing as well? So I was going to go. They asked me to come throw the ball up at the Heat game and right. drop the puck at the Panthers game. Mm-hmm. So. He has to throw the ball up. Throw the ball up, yeah. O- opening uh, opening yep. uh, tip, tip off. 
Tippy. Yeah. Yep. Percentage? Heat and bucks. So zero. Zero. Oh okay. dear. Zero percent. Let's go to our next series. Minnesota. Well, I can't be in New York and can't do it all. Florida. You're well, one man. But there's lots of percents left. I saw you were at yeah, six. Yeah, we're at like 10% for over MSG, four. four that you could go to I the island. I should be more because the <laughs> Panthers and Heat, that's two games there. It's we're Double up. Man. I'll give you one. I'll give you 100%. 100% I'll be watching the Jays mop yeah. up the Yankees. Is he going to be cheering for the Jays? Is that what I just heard? No. But you know what? But... Maybe to start Oops. by about the fifth or sixth inning, he'll have his Yankee. What's the on. move? Do you go jersey over top of the other team's T-shirt? How do you? Well, I got to see how Vlad's playing before. Yeah. I... <laughs> it's like a wrestling swerve. He'll turn on the shoveler and then put on. He's got a Jays jersey how underneath. How could you do it? How oh, my God. How it? could you do oh it? Oh, my God. I see it coming. That'll be fun. And look, you're in New York. The Rangers game's got to be way higher than 6%. Last time I went to a Rangers game, I sat there for seven minutes and then I left and went. Who were you banging? No, Six we, minutes at a Rangers that, that's game. When he, that's when he was scouting. Oh, scouting. Hey, Rhett, we're going to send you to the game, do some pro no, scouting for you. I was there for a wedding. I caught the first seven minutes. I think he's really good. Okay, we'll move. Minnesota-Dallas, been a really good series last night. Not a close game, but certainly an entertaining one. Let's check in on old Rupe Hints. Who checked in with a Hattie last night? Pretty good player. Do you remember how they got him? We'll swap with Detroit. Jim Nill pulling the wool over his old buddy's eyes, Kenny Holland. Just a throw in. For who? Rupe? Really? Check out who drafted him. All right. Tell me what to do. The Stars fans let him fly. Ah, the old hat trick. 2015 draft, the second rounder. Drafted by Dallas, but that pick came over to Detroit. Oh, I, so he was a th- yeah. It's not throwing then. It's not really a Damn throw it. in then. I knew there was a tie to Detroit. I'll take that back. Do your homework, Pinder. Fuck. Uh, that one's one one going back to Minnesota. A lot of the uh, conversation. Why didn't they just roll Philip Gustafson, who's been great? Yes, this is a future Hall of Famer, but Gustafson fifty one saves, and the only reason they get a win in game one in overtime. Double overtime. Why didn't you roll with your comment? It's not like any of us were going to double check it. Well, I Absolutely, traded. Care if I'm right, but yeah, maybe I shouldn't have. Gustafson, I'm glad they played Fleury. I wanted the Stars to win. Okay, good. We got a series, and it will be Gustafson uh, yeah. tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Don't think Fleury's seven goals against average is going to get him the unless first he's back hurt. You know, let's. Why I'm, wouldn't you I'm start him? Goodness gracious. Alternated him down the stretch. Oh, my gosh. It's the playoffs. Yeah. Dance with the one that got you there, Dean. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Nightcap, L.A., Edmonton. Uh, some nervous times in Edmonton. Not unlike game one, a roaring start, a euphoric building, and then a two-goal lead blown. Unlike game one, they only blew one two-goal lead up QE2 last night. And uh, 2-2 heading into the third. Tense. Until the real Clem Shady. Won the game with a horrible goal on Eunice Corposalo. How about this for a post-game interview? Oilers fans are going to need a smoke after this one. They love this guy. Was it to get a win in front of oil country? First of all, I want to say I'm sorry for my English. My English is not really good. But you guys can't even imagine how proud I am to be in the, the team. And uh, play for you guys 
this is just amazing. Thank you so much. God bless America. That's it. He's done. See ya. You know what? I know you like taking shots at old Kenny Hall. The lady done the interview. Just just, uh, something happened. Twitching. She's so happy. Yeah, I know. He's he was a good ad for them. Yeah. I mean, you could do better with seven hundred fifty grand, or is that about as good as you can do? That's probably about as good as you can do for league men. Not bad. Pretty good. Not bad. Maybe they could do the Curtis Glencross thing and take him for granted, and the Flames could scoop this guy. Or what do you think? Uh, Not he, a likes, UFA. he likes playing there. He told you how excited he was. Well, he's very excited. Yeah. Arbright's. We'll see how that one goes. 1 uh, 1 going to LA. Kings have to be happy with the split, but man, so close to really being in control here. Tied heading yeah. into the third. I mean, at the same time, though, Four. been outplayed most of the series. Oilers have, yeah. For sure. And McDude hasn't done anything. And that tying goal against Skinner. Yeah. A little soft. Skinner. Soft. So that was last night. Here's tonight. Another four games. Now the road oh, teams, baby. perfect two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Road teams all up one zip on the screen you're seeing. Tampa, Toronto, lots of storylines from there. A lot of questions about Victor Hedman. Did skate. Also did chat with the medical staff at morning skate. Lengthy chat at the bench with the uh, the doctors. Who I don't know if I trust those doctors or not. Tampa doctors? Game time. Game time decision tonight, says John Cooper. Uh, also on that front, Michael Bunting suspended three games for that dirty, dirty jump shoulder into the head where dirty the puck dog. was nowhere near him. Yeah. Dirty Le- dog. League doesn't think it's similar to the other hit, by the way. The Pavelski, no penalty. This one, three games. So you're siding with the uh, the league? They're so good and consistent, yeah. I have to side with I know. the league. Pick but it horse. is funny. Like, coincidentals and three games. They were almost the exact same hit. Yeah. Like, in terms of... Head dog. Wild. And, uh, yeah, the other games we showed you there. What are we thinking on the slate, fellas? I'd love New Jersey to get a win here. It feels like they're a little over their head, but just keep this series going longer. I think there's lots of drama yet to unfold. And Rhett's going to be in New York on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, get them down to MSG, please. Avs, we'll talk about you and the Betway Bets of the Day coming up later. And can Connor Hellebuck and Rhett's Jets, who he picked, keep the good vibes going in Vegas tonight? Vegas looked like shit in game one. Yeah, they were not 17 good. shots. This is always that test. We live in that's that 24-hour cycle. Oh, the Leafs sucked, and the Vegas was no good. And then it's, you know, oh, or Boston, so good. Florida, not very good. Oh, that's how it works. So? Of these, I was, yeah, yeah. so of the teams down 0-1, who has uh, the best shots here at uh, evening things up? Yeah, or the flip side is, which Please. underdog do you think can come home up 2-0? Like, which dog? Sure. And uh, Tampa probably top that list the way they looked on but I, Leafs have to be better. I think Leafs win. Well, I think the Leafs will win. Okay. And I think the uh, I think the Rangers will win. Rangers come home 2-0, that'd be big. I, you'd have to imagine the Avs show more than they did. Yep. Ditto Vegas, but again, keep squinting. Rhett and I are uh, in lockstep. I think it's Rangers, Leafs, Avs, Vegas. All right. Very good. We'll move to baseball. That might be Jets. What? Lockstep my Rhett's ass. Jets. Rhett's Jets. How about Rhett's Athletics? Huh. Moving to Vegas. Is this That's your new baseball right. team? Been rumblings about this for years. If you're from Oakland. It's the thing to do. If you're a team from Oakland, it is the thing to do. So Raiders used to play in Oakland. Where are they? 
Vegas. Is it Vegas? Yeah. Viva. Yeah. And the Warriors used to play in Oakland, across the bay, Vegas. San Francisco. Oh. I don't know where the, you know, <laughs> the California Golden Seals eventually ended up. But yeah, everyone's uh, leaving Vegas. Oakland. No sports teams left. The athletics, they gone. Uh, they're apparently finalizing some land deals in Vegas. And the city's like, yeah, stop using us for leverage. We're not even pretending to make a building with you. See you later. 2027, they're hoping they can be in Sin City in Major League Baseball. Let's go. How would it, yeah, I'll like see, what do you uh, do in Frank. Vegas? This, remember, this is not winter. The season runs spring to fall, and tourism in Vegas is always a thing, but it's especially fall to spring. Like, not a lot of people are there July, August. I know you've done it a couple times, but it's hot as balls. Like, are you putting a roof on this thing? I don't know you want open air if it's 115. Retractable. Retractable would be so great. What's it cost to air so condition a 50,000-seat stadium? It doesn't seem like money is the know, issue. It, no, it'll not in Vegas. pale in comparison to the value increase for the franchise value increase of that team moving from Oakland to Vegas. I'd agree with you. Yeah. Other baseball, we saw Scherzer got tossed, but oh, oh staying with the A's. It's also been an awful year. Uh, they played 19 games. Do we want to wager their record? Guess how many wins they've got? <laughs> 19 Two. games. 10 and 8. They wins. are three and sixteen. Now, <laughs> oh, somewhere, dear. somebody's job is to tweet out the final score for the Oakland days. Uh, and you're all oh, at social media. You got to be witty. Let's come up with something funny. People aren't looking for jokes when you're three and sixteen and you just lost again. So here's the post: pretending he's playing Uno. Post the final score graphic or draw twenty five cards. Yeah, I'm fucking drawing the twenty five <laughs> cards. How good is that? That's how you do social media. Yeah, that's good. And uh, the you know uh, the pod, the dads are getting better. The Padres are bringing back a guy that we maybe had forgotten. They he's gone. They got Machado. They spent yeah. a lot of money. They messed Dirty around cheater. with free agents. Fernando Tatis Jr. is back, and we've got the mural in downtown San Diego to prove it. Yeah. Yes. It's tonight, Juice baby. It up. Forgot how good this guy was. Rockstar. Remember him and Acuna were just like, oh my God. Dynamite. That and like Otani. He's fucking Vlad. cheating. Yeah, he definitely got caught with something in his system that he was not allowed to have. I don't. Uh, yeah. That may be cheating. That may be him eating street meat. Who knows? Well, we saw what it did to you. That's right. Put me in the toilet. He Put hit him homers. You hit the shitter. Yeah. Uh, Cavalry FC in action tonight on Vancouver Island. They play Pacific. It is a Canadian championship game, so you win and move on. Why and don't you go? I would love to go. Yeah. I, Why I, don't you go? Fly out I'm there. about to Let's leave go. you guys for a week. I don't want to take another day to miss that. Um, Where are the... I'm sorry. And uh, they'll actually play Pacific again in league play on Sunday. So they're going Thursday, Sunday. Just stay out there. Win them both. Let's fucking go. <laughs> the look on your face. Why the fuck? Win a- I'm sorry, Rhett. We're, we're going to have to force Boom to take some vacation. He's falling behind the pack here substantially. No. Take he's like He's like my old man. If he has to take vacation, he's grumpy. So let him just do his thing. And Rhett, we, we teased Am I it. not grumpy? How do you know if I'm show, grumpy? Five humans live in Rhett's rental property in Buffalo, but the shoveler saying there's other guests as well that might not be as welcome. This is a shot what? from Rhett's uh, washroom. Let's take a look here. Earlier, oh. How the fuck does the mouse get all the way up there? 
You got no, no traps? You got a palace in Calgary, and this is the dump you're renting in Buffalo? What kind of a hovel are you living in? Mouse infested I'm trap? I'm a big rodent fan. I don't love the rodent. No. Nah. That nah. looks like a pet. That's a pet rodent. God, I remember you talk about living in, in a hovel. Uh, maybe just married a long time ago. Anyway, the woman I live with. Mm. And had the... Uh, the baking sheet of French fries, took them out of the oven, set on the kitchen, you know, get your chicken fingers, sitting and watching watching TV and you hear, ka-tink, 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 ka-tink. What noise is that? Somebody in the next uh, next unit over doing something, ka-tink, ka-tink. No, it's friggin' mice tap dancing on the friggin' cookie sheet with fr- it's wobbling French fries. Stove top. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Look at that cute little guy. What's his name, Red? Have you named him? We need to move. Is that Blinky? What is mice. that? Yeah. You just Gross. grab him by the tail there and swing him around. Play catch with the kids. Ever tell you my dad caught caught one in the toaster? No. Oh, this isn't going to end Delicious. Well. How was the scent, Rhett? He actually, he, he didn't use the toaster, but he grabbed the toaster. He saw it go into the toaster, so he grabbed it and dumped it in the garburator. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a plot twist there. You're going to get him in trouble, PETA. I was just trying to imagine what, what burning fur oh. and smoking flesh was going to smell like. And instead, now I have to yeah, imagine a making, mouse and a garburator. Who's making toast the next day in that one? Ugh. And you know there's some mouse bits still hanging out in the bottom of that garburator, too. They're not all getting flushed. There's some yeah. remnants. Somehow, some way, every single day, the Pinder Report brought to you by the good people at Village Honda. Such a good value. I don't know why or how, but unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable value. Turn your vehicle into cash today during the million dollar buying event. They'll buy yours even if you don't buy theirs. Sellers receive a tropical cruise for two exclusively at Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall, your dealership for life. Name them, Rod. You got to name your pets. Yeah, I don't like mice either. No, I'm. But again, nothing the other day nothing house. worse than a snake shimmying up the uh, the toilet pipe and coming out. You keep this has never happened. It's only in it movies. This is happen, scaring no. the shit out of you. It's, it's a movie ploy. Fake snakes don't want they they're cold blooded. They can't be in a cold toilet sewer system. Gives like, me, it makes gives me zero these. sense. Next time you see Ozzy Sheila, ask her about the snake under her bed uh, when she was a teenager. Snake in her boot. Snake my boot. Uh, I just wanted to give a little bit of love to uh, Mad Rose Pub today. If you're in... Uh, God, it feels like we're due again. We were there last week, but uh, I missed I that know. pizza already. But you know, because they were, of course, hooking us up with uh, Flames experiences and that. There's no more Flames stuff. But I don't want you to forget about Mad Rose Pub. They're up in Royal Oak. 20 beers on tap. Kid-friendly Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 15 Royal Vista Place. And you're thinking, well, what's today? Today's a Thursday. I wonder what they're doing at Mad Rose on a Thursday. Because every single day, there's something. They have Now, they have daily specials, Monday through Friday, kind of like the lunch specials. And then every day... They decided, well, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, what do we need on a Thursday? And I grabbed a screenshot of, like uh, of what they do on a Thursday. If you needed any more incentive to get uh, up or down or over, whatever, uh, ge- geometrically speaking, uh, whatever it is for you. But Matt and the folks up there, we were in there last week. It was like cheers in there. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, guys, hey, Barbara, love the show, love the podcast. That's our spot. Look at that. That's Thursday. Jeez. 25% off all pasta dishes and half price bottles of wine. Also, buck off 
featured glasses of wine, featured pints, and $9 two-ounce kettle one. Gabagoo. With cucumber, mint, grapefruit, rose, peach, orange blossom. Half price wine. I'm gonna. I, I've i ventured a few way through uh, through the twenty on tap, but I feel like gotta collect them all. It's like mm-hmm. Pokemon. I'm, I'm probably five in. I gotta keep going. I got some things I gotta do here before we get out of here. We kind of we went on a bit of a rant. Didn't see it coming either. There's no flames. News. Didn't see it coming, and it, it, I kind of jumped in. I was going a completely different way, and then <laughs> swerved. So maybe tomorrow I'll bring up what I was going to bring up today. Okay. Somehow I think it'll still be. Yeah. Still. Relevant. Who's yelling? Keep it down. Is that the shoveler? Yeah. Or is it I your kids? Zero concern for others in life, eh? I know. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, I got the finger again. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow, shoveler. Shoveler. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the event center. We we talked about it before with Co- is she coming in for a uh, for a cameo? She's going to lean in. in. Now I got one for my kid. Well, that's not going to go as the well. The kid gave you a finger? Oh, boy. Oh, he's pretending he had an itchy face. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. You know what? Choke slam him through the kitchen table. Just yeah, pick him up with just window, right through. Uh, Gray Eagle, as I was saying, the uh, the event center. Lots of events going on there. In It's starting here right away. It's never not stuff happening. Next Tuesday, Whitney Cummings, one of the best comedians going. Just she uh, she actually had a sitcom for she was writing on a sitcom then got her own sitcom she continues to write for other people she does her own stand up she is going to be there next Tuesday and we've got tickets to give away so be watching our social media Flames Nation on both Twitter and Instagram there you see it she is going to be uh, you know what she's going to be doing she's going to be tickling your ribs oh baby give me your give me those ribs thank you Chiku she'll be just laughing tee hee ha ha with Whitney Cummings coming up she's funny she is funny and then later in the week, and we'll give, we'll talk about it next week. But the uh, Hotel California, the Eagles Tribute Band is coming through. Go to their website and check out everything that's going on. Our buddy Brian from Braindrop is going to be front row for that. Hey Brian. Brian. Uh, uh, Brian, I hope he's not front row. No one will be able to see any of this. That's I true. He's a tall, tall bastard. lanky bastard. Go and get tickets for all events at the event center at Ticketmaster.ca. There you go. We have to, sure. Yeah. Boston was around, but I do kind of want to. I miss comedy. Every time I go to comedy, I'm like, I don't do this. Enough. I don't and then do I it. I still enough, wait for yeah. like four years. I'm like, why? Every time I do this, I say, do this more, dummy. And then I keep not doing it. Yeah. Ah. It's just one of the many conversations you have with yourself. Yeah. Many, many. It's usually about drafting goalies in the first round. That's right. Yeah. CHL's 19 year old rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeps you up at night. Yeah. I sent a, uh, I sent a message to Mike, out at St. Eugene. Oh, good. Because we were talking after the show, and I, I sent just I, missed a call from Cranbrook. Is that right? Maybe. Unbelievable. Maybe. Because uh, again, I sent a message to Rhett asking about you know I want to do something. I need to, still waiting to get uh, to hear back from Rhett. But I know you're very excited about potentially getting out to uh, St. Eugene, the golf resort casino, and uh, having a time out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a finally get my hole in one, and then I'm gonna get a nice massage at the spa. Oh relax. my god, how sloppy oh. would it get if you got a hole in one? Jeez, they and wouldn't then, welcome us back at all. And then royal flush. Oh yeah, that a royal flush, yeah. flushy in the old casino. What a day! What oh, a you day. Got, if you're on what a heater like that, yeah. You coming alone, or you bringing uh, the significant one? 
No, I don't. Single. Two seats. But Two just seats, yeah, one person. You coming. <laughs> Championship golf course out in Cranbrook, St. Eugene.ca. Uh, we keep talking about it, but it's coming up. Details on something. Uh, uh, St. Eugenie. St. Eugenie. Very St. Eugenie coming up. On Instagram and Twitter at St. Eugene Resort, they have the Spring Swing Golf Package on sale. $2.59. You and a friend enjoy a night stay and a round of golf, including the power cart. Um, chop, chop. Yeah, get, get going on this, fellas. They're Let's not go. they're not sitting there and rejecting other people calling in right. for you to finally get uh, a hold of them and book your week. They're not holding off summer longer. It's it coming. Is, this is the spring deal. Didn't you say it's snowing? Yeah, yeah it's snowing not there. Here. Yeah. Come on, people. Don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. Head out west. Come on. St. Eugene Golf Court, Golf Resort and Casino. Happy to have them on board with Barnburner. Love it. Getting out there. Getting out there. Uh, the Betway bets, you kind of uh, teed up your, your loving on the Avs. First wow. thing I, when I went, I just, okay, so who, who's bouncing back? Yeah. Who lost game one and we're feeling like, oh, they're in trouble. And it, tomorrow you come, it's like, yeah, they're not in trouble. They just weren't good in game one. They're it's actually one still very good. It's the best of seven and they're going to win it in yeah. five or six. Yeah. Like, because as you said, all the, these are the higher seeded teams looking to rebound tonight. Dogs are all up 1-0. There's going to be some favorites winning tonight. We just got to figure out who they are. Got to figure it out. Figure? Got to figure it out. And do it with your Betway app. Betway bets of the day. Get the Betway app on your phone. Play along. Be responsible. You know? <laughs> and uh, and enjoy yourself. So I got a couple here. I got a couple. <sighs> I wish I'd no, I wish I'd have had the conversation with Rhett about Rhett's Jets earlier. I yeah. said to you, it's... Winnipeg has good value going into Vegas tonight. They're still, Vegas is loving Vegas, oddly enough. Yeah. Shifley and Marcia So to each get a point, mm. plus 200. Why not? And I did not like what I saw out of the New Jersey Devils. I did I think Shesterkin, V. Vanacek is a decided advantage. And the Rangers, despite being up in the series, are still plus money. Plus 110 Jeez. for a Rangers win. In New Jersey, I'll take the Rangers. I might have to tell you on that. They look good. A little bit of stage fright for the Devils. Does that go away after one well, throttling? Is, I don't know. Because I, I was a couple power play goals, right? Kreider, those were on the power play. But still, the one goal they scored was on a penalty shot yeah. on Shesterkin. So, yeah. Give me the Rangers. Yeah, and Colorado left a lot more to be desired. I know they're defending champs, and I'm kind of the mind that they know how to flip the switch because we have seen them flip the switch and that maybe it just was a bit of a lackluster effort. Tip your cap, Seattle. And, hey, I mean, played well in the regular season. My bets focusing in on the Avs getting back on track, baby. I'm going to take a regulation win and over five and a half goals. And I loved the bet two days ago. They weren't good. I still love it today because he's still Kale McCarr. All hail Kale, two points, plays Pays plus one eighty seven. Go get it. There you go. Probably bet today. I'm worried about the Seattle team. They, I tell you what, if they go home up two zero, there is legit reason to be concerned about the Seattle team because that crowd, I think, is going to show us something. First ever playoff game there. Heck, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Hippies will be wound up. <laughs> what were they got a what? I said, I haven't followed the Seattle team in very much this year, and they got 100 points or plus in the seat, and uh, I give them zero credit for being any good, and yet 
here they are doing good things. I think so. you're just like everyone else here. They got off to the good start, and other teams in the division were struggling. Everyone was just like, oh, I guess Seattle's getting in, and then no one paid attention the last half of the year, and they are kind of okay, not bad, not great, but here they are. That's a second-year expansion team, up one on the defending champs. The, this one kind of feels like, oh, it's the Avs are still the Avs tonight. That's where my bets I'm are. with you. I mean, yeah. jinxy pants on, but, but that's what you'd want to see if you are got the bets I got. That's it for today. What I think day. we've uh, done all we can do today. I'm exhausted. Yeah. We'll have another one tomorrow. We've got to tone it down. It's too much today. Uh, 420 today, Rhett. That's you, right. Uh, we were, we were listening oh, to Bob God. Marley for a couple glad hours I'm done. I, before the show. Glad I'm done. I can spark up the bong again. <laughs> Is that legal in New York? Or I, we don't want to get you any <laughs> trouble. But. Is that what you do? Spark the bong. Honey. Every morning. Put yeah. the kids to bed. It's time to spark up the bong. Kids, come get a hoot before bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, everybody. Friday edition coming up on Friday. Weird how that works. That's tomorrow. Oiler suck. Wine t-shirt. Oiler suck. See you, buddies.